0: Welcome back to the Different Minds Same Grind podcast. I'm Mackenzie Nelson Chu. And I'm Alexi DeMille. And we have a special guest on here today. I'm going to let her introduce herself.
1: I'm Casey Smith.
0: So, Casey, tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little bit of an introduction.
1: So, yeah, I'm Casey. I am the owner of Jaden Co. Salon in Tremont, Utah, and I am also a full-time lash educator and artist. I have been doing lashes for full-time for like five years, and in the last two and a half years, I've dove in to educate full-time, and it has been the best ever. And yeah, when I'm not lashing, I just love on my doggy, and that's more important. So. <laughs> I love that.
2: So, Casey, when did you start your business? What age?
1: um how old was i it was in 2018 so i don't know how old i was then how old are you now 24 so 20. was i 20 yeah 19
2: 19 20.
1: wow that's
2: incredible so what made yeah. you want to go um open a hair salon
1: i've always wanted one since i was little my grandma did hair and so I grew up playing with like her mannequin dolls and stuff. But then most of my life I wanted to be a teacher and I had like my own little classroom in my house and I had her old chalkboard on my wall and stuff. It was so fun. But then in high school it flipped and I decided to go to beauty school. And I did beauty school my senior year of high school because I could graduate early but in Utah it's free if you do it in high school at Bridge. And so I did it that And then I actually hated, like, everything hair. And I was like, I'm not going back. There's no way. Worked at a bank for a summer. Hated the bank more. So then I went back to beauty school (laughs) (laughs) and finished her off. Have to pick the
2: most important one. now I feel like you've come in a circle with teaching. Mm -hmm. She said that you are now educating. And that's incredible.
1: Yeah. I think that's why I love it so much. Because I feel like, I want to say, like, my roots are in teaching. But it's not like my roots. It's just, like. I've always wanted to be a teacher, yeah. so. In
2: something yeah. that you're passionate
1: about. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so. so we start off our podcast with um, a segment called "What's Happening in Your Business This Week." So, Casey, what's happening in your business this week?
1: Um, this week has been crazy, like Christmas chaos for everyone. So there's not been a ton working, but we started our secret Santa at the salon procrastinated it for sure but that's been really fun so we're all gifting each other just randomly and it's been fun and then yeah we have been extremely slow which has been really weird because usually like every year hairstylist lash artist just like the beauty profession is like swamped from Mm -hmm. after halloween till the new year and you don't get to enjoy your holiday you're crazy and it has been that actual opposite this year. Like we've had more cancellations than ever. Um I actually pulled numbers today and was like really shocked. We all have raised our prices over twenty percent since last year Mm -hmm. and we are all making about ten percent less than we were last year. Like it's insane. How
2: does that affect you as like a business owner? Like when you look at those numbers.
1: It's stressful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And um because we're not doing video (laughs) y'all
1: I'm way too expressive to not have video, but thank heavens.
2: Um, It's great because if we laugh, it's because her facial (laughs) expressions are so funny.
1: (laughs) No, but it has been really stressful. And like, I was actually talking to a client about it today and I'm like, it sucks because I understand where everyone's coming from. Like, Mm -hmm. luckily I don't pay for my hair, lashes or nails, or I'd probably have to cut them out, but it's like at the same time well, we need money, so we want you to pay for your hair, lashes, yeah. and nails, like, that's more important than your gas right now, come on, like, <laughs> people. priorities, but, so it sucks, it's affecting all of us, and, yeah, it's, luckily, I'm a booth renter salon, like, everyone at my salon rents from me, so I don't have, I feel like I don't have as much of, like, a, what's the right word, like, effect, I guess, from them right. not making money, um, I, it's just so more do you from own me the whole
2: building or you lease the building we and then sublet. yeah
1: we okay. lease the building and then I sublet to my renters okay. so but it sucks because a lot of them have had to cut back days so their mm. rent goes down so it's just me making up more rent mm. so but yeah it's it's weird that it's been really slow
2: yeah well thanks for sharing that on
0: the what's happening in your business this week yeah as we roll into segment two of the Weekly Life Recap, I'm kind of excited for this one because we <laughs> kind of got a little bit of a taste of what it was going to be before we started. So please
1: tell us what is going on in your lively <laughs> Weekly Recap. Daily recap for today. <laughs> um, so I actually am just a Christmas chaos mess right now, but... I have been wanting to cut my hair into a pixie cut, like, literally since I was, like, 13. Bless my mom, she didn't let me. And I was showing my boyfriend this super cute pixie cut on this girl on TikTok, and he was not impressed. And then the other day, we were at the store, and I was like, look how cute that girl is! Like, her hair is so cute, and he was just not having it. Mind you, I just had dreads for, like, six months, and he absolutely hated the dreads. Told me he liked the afro when I took my dreads out better than the dreads, so we're coming from that. He just wants long blonde hair, but I don't listen to men, so anyways, I bought a pixie cut wig, 20 bucks on Amazon, got it today, and I was just going to wait to show him tomorrow and get all blended and whatever, but I couldn't wait, and so he got some pictures, and he is not thrilled <laughs>
0: Let me remind you, if anybody knows Trace, I know him on a very great level. Um, I can seriously see his face right now. Like, I can envision his responses, his face, everything, because I can just see it all playing out. And I told Casey, I was like, alright, when you show him in person... You have to get it on your ring camera so that we can get the full effect of it. Because <gasps> I am just so excited to see this.
1: Oh he's like the most like controversial not controversial. Um like just down like, to earth, yeah. like what's that word? I don't know. Anyways, nothing extra, just basic as basic can be, like
2: <laughs> I can't think of the word. I'm kind Do trying you know the word I'm like you. trying to think of think though? Hurry, where are you?
1: It Bye. starts with the C. Anyways. And so, for it to. No, like. Oh, that's gonna bug me. I don't know. Anyways, and so, for, like, I'm sure he's just dying. I hope he didn't show the guys at work.
0: <laughs> like,
1: Look at my wife's new hair, my girlfriend's new hair. This is why she's not my wife. <laughs> she keeps doing shit to her hair. <laughs> I love well, and that. that
0: was so funny that was <laughs> and tell us a little bit about maybe
1: oh maybe joe i was gonna bring her but i was tired she comes to work with me every single day um her job is the Jaden co salon greeter she takes it very seriously nobody walks through that door without petting her if you do we all like will death glare you till you pet the dog um but she is a five-year-old mini golden doodle, has just fluffy blonde hair. She looks just like her mom. She's adorable. <laughs> her mother
0: is Casey. <laughs> Let's clarify that
1: right now. I birthed her myself. But, so she's at home just being cute as a button. I
2: love that. I love me too. Well, we are gonna start into the bestie conversation, my favorite segment. Yes, so today we are
0: rolling with motivation versus discipline and kind of how it's all affected us and how it's all been good for us. So, I
2: don't know about you guys, but I always get the question, well, how do you have so much motivation? What do you guys say to that?
1: I used to say I don't, but now... (laughs) But now, like, this last year, I've learned the difference between motivation and discipline. And mm-hmm. I, like, I would answer that question. I don't, I feel like I don't have as much motivation anymore now besides I'm disciplined now. Mm-hmm. Like, They
2: kind of go know. hand in hand with each other. Yeah,
1: they go hand in hand, but they're not the same.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I think that's, like, something fresh and new for me as well. Um, I used to be, I don't know, I mine, mine flips sometimes mm-hmm. where it's like, I never had to, like, think about my how I feel about it. I never did that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would just do it. I would just go. I would just do it. Um, now I feel like I really, really, really have to rely on the discipline, like, yeah. so hard. I don't know if you guys listen to the Mel Robbins podcast, mm-hmm. but she talks about the five-second rule, and it's if you think you don't want to do something, you just count down to mm-hmm. five, five, yeah. four, three, two, one, and just get up and do it. I've been relying heavily on that lately, but I would say the same. I think I agree with what
1: you're saying. Yeah. Do you feel like your discipline is your motivation? Because I feel like that's how it is for me. Like, yes, seeing like, okay, well, I've already made it this far, or I've already done it this many days. I've been good about it this many days. I'm not going to give up today. Like, I'm not going to eat this just because,
2: well, it's momentum.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And And like like, getting going on
2: the momentum Mm -hmm. and then it you know, the discipline, the momentum, they go hand in hand. Yeah. And then it's like, motivation comes after that. Yes. After your discipline. And then it's like, okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah. Hey, I'm this far. So that's motivating.
1: Yes, exactly.
2: I totally agree with you guys. However,
1: <laughs> my butt, but. <laughs>
0: um, have you guys ever been like on a diet? <laughs> You've done it for so long that you're like, maybe just this little tiny treat, because I've been so good.
1: I do that every Monday.
0: (laughs) Like, do you have, like, the discipline, but you're also like, but I've been so disciplined that I'm, like, gonna have myself this little bit of treat to keep me motivated to keep going?
2: I don't look at it like that. I look at it like I used to strive off of perfectionism, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how I've lived my life. And more recently, I've learned that that isn't working for me. It's really hard, like, mentally draining, so I just look at it in, like, the 80-20 rule of, like, I'm going to be 80% good mm-hmm. and 20% bad, quote-unquote, with diets, yeah. right? It's like yeah. If you look at it of, oh, I'm going to eat really good Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday I'm just going to go ball to the wall, shit food. It's like that. No, just, like. That defeats the purpose. Yeah, just find a good balance and, like, don't think about it, like, good and bad almost. Yeah. It's like,
1: I don't know. Yeah, I can do that. I feel like I used to be like what you were saying, Kens. Mm-hmm. And then my biggest thing, especially the last like month and a half, has just been to be 1% better every day. Like, part of my morning routine is I write down one thing I can do to be 1% better. So it's never like this big, like, I'm going to read a whole book this week. It's like, well, instead of looking at TikTok this morning, I'm going to set a timer for three minutes. And whatever I can read in my book for three minutes, that's 1% better than if I watched three minutes of TikTok. So, like, in the sense of, like, eating, my thing is, like, okay, well, normally I would drink a whole 32-ounce Dr. Pepper, so heaven forbid I drink this 16-ounce or this can, and I'm finding, like, especially with my eating and stuff, I don't want it anymore. Like, right. mm-hmm. my 1% better used to be, well, instead of eating this whole king-size candy where I'm just going to eat half of it, and now I'm like, I actually just want an orange instead. Like, right. you slowly kind mindset. of switch it. Yeah, just naturally. Like, I don't – I can't tell you, like, when I just switched it. It's right. just, like, naturally I like switched like that. I
2: like the because – I struggle with reading. I don't know why. I just really mm-hmm. do. And so even just that three minutes mm-hmm. instead of something like, okay, I'm going to read a, read a whole chapter. To me, that's so daunting. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to lose my train of thought five yeah. seconds in if I picture myself doing a whole chapter. Yeah. So I love that.
0: Three minutes. See, I've always done that, but it's been pages for me. Like I've always said, like if I'm reading a book, okay, I can get through X amount of pages today or X amount of pages mm. at this time, yeah. at this time. But I've noticed that like if I set that like I only have to do this much and this much and this much, it helps me get through it.
1: Yeah. I yeah. used
2: to start, doing that. That like I used
1: one start with to one right? minute. Like and I'd just be like, okay, one minute of reading. Anybody can do one minute of reading. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into like especially if I'm in a really good book, it was like, Well, I don't have to leave for work for ten more minutes, so I'll just read till I finish the page. Or oh, I saw there's only two pages left of the chapter. I'm just going to finish the chapter. And, like, even, like, this morning, my reading was the Taylor Swift Time Person of the Year article. (laughs) And I told myself, because I was running so late, I was like, okay, well, I just need to get my reading done for today, so I'm just going to read the one minute. And I ended up reading the whole article just because I was like, it's fine. Like, if I'm late because I'm reading heaven forbid I be late (laughs) because I'm freaking reading. (laughs) Like, never in my life have I been like, sorry, I'm not on time. I was reading, like. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it's just, like, your mind just kind of starts to naturally do those things. But setting, like, your goal small helps to naturally build that, I feel like.
0: What would you say that your motivation in life right now is? Um. Or, like, is there certain things that you, like, make sure that you're disciplined for and... So that, like, you can keep that motivation to keep going. Two, is there, like, do you have an end goal or... Yeah. Are you just kind of, like, here's what I'm looking at. If I get there, great. But, like, what are you... What's kind of your motivation to keep going?
1: I feel like it's actually changed a lot this year. Like, if I think back, I was reading, like, journal entries from the first of this year when I set my goals and I was very money-driven at the first of this year. We both were, like, setting our vision totally. boards. It was straight career.
0: Which... Side note, real quick. That's why I love setting vision boards, Mm -hmm. because it kind of keeps you motivated to keep going because you have all these different little things on there. Yeah. And the discipline is kind of there because you're like, okay, I need to do this and this and this, and I need to be disciplined enough to do this Mm -hmm. and this and this if
2: I want that goal up on that board.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I could talk about vision boards for hours. Like, I studied so much about my vision board.
2: Okay, yes, I, I am not a vision board person. Kia okay, so. we're
1: making a vision board together, all three of us. <laughs>
2: okay, but guys, so for the people that are also not vision board people, why, like, why?
1: It sounds so cliche. Like, it seriously does. I rolled my eyes so hard the first time I made a vision board. <laughs> so hard. But then me and Kenzie started doing it together every year. Like
0: We've literally done it for the past three years. And I've noticed a difference from when I didn't do one to when I started to do one, the impact that it made in my personal life and the impact that it made in my business. Yeah.
1: I think the biggest thing with vision boards and why they help so much is it's a physical reminder, like a physical cue. Like, because you're supposed to put your vision board where you'll see it every day. So a lot of people, like my life coach hangs it above her toilet. Or so when she's blow drying her hair every day, she's literally staring at it or something. I hung mine above my shoe rack. So when I'm picking on my shoes, I'm also Mm. staring at my vision board. And it's not like this board makes all your goals come true, but every single day you're looking at those pictures. So it's subconsciously fresh in your mind every single day, what your goals are. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: I also think it's important. Like, I know that some people put, you know, a Lamborghini on the Mm. vision board and stuff like that. I'm more of a realistic vision board person. Oh, no, it
1: has to be real.
0: And, like, for me, it's like, okay, what do I know that I want to get this year or to hit or to do that, like, gets me from point A to point B and what am I going to do to get there? And then, like, that's kind of my vision board. I actually
2: love this take because... If you listen to maybe, uh, you know, really successful people, I can't think of the one off the top of my head right now. But they're like, oh, well, you need to set your goals
1: to the Super high. Right? So Mm -hmm.
2: why do you say make them more realistic and how has that worked for you?
1: Because it's lying to yourself. Like, if you're not realistic, your body's not stupid, for one. Like... Like, it goes with affirmations. Like, if you look in the mirror and you're making $10 an hour at your job and you're like, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, your body's like, no, you dummy, you're not actually a millionaire. So then it quits believing what you have to say to it. So then let's say you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm a 60000 a year in air. You're saying the truth, but your body doesn't believe you because you've lied so many times. So, like, setting your goals so unrealistic, your body just naturally is like, well, we're not going to hit that. We never hit them. So, So it's, like,
2: almost demotivating.
1: Yeah. Like, your subconscious is so much stronger than people give it credit for. Like, you have to be aware of that.
2: It's like more if you have a Lamborghini on your vision board, it feels less attainable. So you like glimpse at it and you almost don't even focus on it because right. you're like, cause you're like, oh, yeah, that that's ain't going to actually happen. I mean, I have to be in a better place in my life. Mm-hmm. If I'm not even there yet. Okay. Yeah. So some of the ways that
0: I think about it too, is like, what steps are you going to take to get to that Lamborghini? Put those steps on your vision board mm-hmm. and not the end goal. Like put X, Y, and Z, and then you'll have what you want. Like, I kind of always break it down and put that on my vision board because I can see it. I can, mm-hmm. like, it's, what's that saying? That's like, I see it, I smell it, I eat it, I believe it. Like, it's kind of that, like, I have to be able to know that, I mean, sometimes I set things and I'm like, am I or am I not going to get that? Because it's kind of nice to have that, like, right. thrill of, oh, yeah, I need to push and push and push and push and push but i also think it's very important to set some expectations there to where you're not just making yourself feel down because you haven't succeeded some of the
2: things on your business. So that's like one of the tools that you guys use for motivation. Is yeah. there other tools that you can think of that kind of help build that momentum?
1: I feel like going back to like my why um i guess that's kind of where we went off on is it's changed a lot and i think a lot of people's why is rooted in their family. Like, ultimately, you're doing what you do to provide for your family. And, like, you have to have a strong why for it to be motivating. And I feel like that's what's flipped a switch for me this year is my why changed from money-driven to some to an emotional motivation how, instead of, like, a physical motivation. I don't know when or what happened. I used to be anti-kids, hated them. <laughs> Literally hated them. And now I want to be pregnant next year. And so, that's been, like, my biggest why. Like, I've struggled. Like, I've done yo-yo diets. I've done, like, weight loss medication for years. And just, I won't ever actually go to the gym. I won't ever actually change what I'm eating. And I've been consistently going to the gym five days a week since May. And it's because my why turned into an emotional motivation, Mm -hmm. which is I want to be healthy, to have a family next year, and to be able... I have this weird obsession with wanting to naturally birth a human, and I think I'll throw up if somebody told me I was going to actually naturally birth a human, but it's working for me. I'm going to the gym, like, because my why became, it changed from a physical, like, materialistic motivation to an emotional motivation, and that's been way stronger.
2: Yeah, how did you, or what, So you have your why how do you constantly remind yourself of your why is it a part of that vision board or is it other things that you know help really you know you're walking out of the door and you're like that's my why or are you looking at something daily or like what is that
1: i don't do anything particular i think about it daily and i don't know where it comes from maybe it's because me and kenzie constantly talk about Making our kids grow up together. I don't know,
0: <laughs> like. So Which, but, heaven forbid. <laughs> let me tell you,
1: we're in for a treat. <laughs> we are. It's a good thing we're not neighbors. But so I don't. But like you could totally put it as your vision board. You could set it as your wallpaper. Like, but it's just been a constant thought for me naturally mm-hmm. that I haven't had to do any of those things. But like before, like even. I have a picture of my vision board on my phone as, like, one of the widget wallpapers. So, if my why was on my vision board, it is something you're seeing daily. But for an emotional why, you shouldn't, like, I feel like if it's, like, a good, really motivating thing, you don't need a picture on your wall if that's truly your deep-rooted why. Like, your deep-rooted why should come to you naturally.
0: I think that's, like, something for all of us to, like, leave here today And be like, what's my why? Yeah, Yeah. like what, like truly, truly, what is my why, and why is it my why? Like I feel like you like have to ask yourself so many questions with that. Like, what's my why? Why is that my why? Mm -hmm. And kind of like break it down fully. Yeah,
1: and it's got to be your why. Like, you can't be just like settling for oh, it's it's important to my husband. Like, which things that are important to your husband, that's great if they're important to you, but like. It just goes back to your subconscious being stronger than you think. And if your subconscious knows you don't actually want that, it's not going to naturally steer you to your goals. Like, your motivation has to just be, like, a true, genuine
2: motivation. We were kind of talking about this on the previous episode, if you listened to it. Um, We, me and Mackenzie and I, talked about how I was losing myself in this, like, corporate job that I had, and Mm -hmm. part of it was, like, none of it felt like it aligned with who I was, and I couldn't ever pinpoint it. Like, I was like, why does this feel so off? And I feel like that stems from not really understanding my why, and that, like, since then, I have started to like actually start to get on that peak of what my wife yeah. actually is. It's like such a weird feeling yeah. when you finally make it that decision is. to be like, wait, this is life. Like you get to choose. Like, yeah. so figure it out and stop with all the bullshit, corporate, whatever. I mean, if you mm-hmm. like being in a nine to five job, that's great. If that's if great for
1: your goals, then mm-hmm. enjoy yeah. it. But. but
2: if you're like, I'm just here to be here, why? Like cut the crap.
1: Yeah. Figure
2: yourself out and.
0: Totally. So you mentioned that you have a morning routine and I'm sure Mm -hmm. that that is considered like discipline to you to keep you motivated to keep going. So share with us kind of what your morning routine is and how you've been so disciplined in keeping that for, I mean, you said you've been doing this since May.
1: Yeah. So my morning routine comes from my life coach. So it's the live big morning. Um, It's very similar to the miracle morning. If you've read the miracle morning book at all. Um, But, so, like, everything I do is an acronym for live big. So, um, L is literature. I is inspiration. V is visualization. E, exercise. B, bless others. The second I is an I am affirmation. And then G is gratitude. So, every morning... It's like clockwork. I wake up at 4.35, go to the gym by five, and I found a gym class that I love, which makes it easy. I have a new friend there that I never expected to be my friend, (laughs) ever, never. Hopefully she's not listening to this. I love her, but I never expected to be her friend. And um, so that's made the exercise part easy because that was one of the hardest things for me. And then I come home, Um, depending on how sweaty I got, either get in the shower then or I wait and finish my morning and then I'll read my 10 pages, um, or one minute, whatever I have time for. If I, I really am loving the compound effect book I'm reading right now. So I've been reading more than 10 every day. Um, and then I'll, for like my inspiration, I'll pray or meditate And then visualization is just literally staring at my vision board for a minute. And I, like, kind of, like, walk myself through my vision board and, like, say my goals or, like, what my pictures are out loud. And, like, okay, like, my biggest thing on my vision board was to be a morning person, and I put 6 a.m. on there. And now I'm getting up at 4.30. Like, and my word of the year was alignment. And now just, like, saying this back It's kind of coming full circle for me because I've been so disappointed in how I did on my vision board this year. That's a whole nother thing. But now that I'm like thinking through it, all of the goals that I hit on my vision board aren't the money goals that I had the first year. They're the like, Family-driven personal life connection that I've shifted to now, which Dude, is true cry. alignment. This I know. Is me tearing That's up why over I'm here. like now. I'm just realizing like it's all coming full circle, and I've been like so disappointed, thinking like, oh, well, I didn't hit this income goal, or I didn't seeing you tear up. Now I'm yeah, tearing it's, up. It's, it's, <laughs> no, I think this just goes back to like <laughs> this is the Bessie
0: conversation, and like this is why we're here is because. We don't think that we're hitting those goals, but like we want to be cheering, yeah, all of us on and all of you. And like, yeah. this is literally—it's
2: coming full circle. Listening to you, and I'm like, what you're saying right now. I'm like, how could you be disappointed? I know. Yeah. Like seriously. And, I know, but what's but crazy is I know everybody's I know we're, yes, yeah. like we all yeah. have been very real.
1: Yeah, very real, but. I don't know. Like now I, anyways. Okay. So back to looking at my vision board. (laughs) I'm going to suck the tears back in. Okay. (laughs) Um, and then let's see. So then B is bless others. And one of my favorite things is I'll either send a quick text to somebody or I'll Venmo someone 10 bucks to get their drink in the morning. And it's like the smallest thing, especially quick text, like, Hey, thinking of you today, have a good day. Love you. Um, I do all this at six in the morning, so my friends love me for sending them novels at six a.m. But um, it's like thinking of just that one thing. Okay, how? What's one thing I'm going to do to bless somebody throughout my entire day? I'm thinking of like, oh well, I'm going to get her gym equi- equipment out for her. I already did my act of service for the morning, but that would be nice. Or like, mm-hmm. oh. Like, one of the girls at the salon's pregnant, and she was craving a little orange so bad the other day, and I had one. And I was going to give it to her, but instead I just went and bought her a bag and brought it to her. Like, it was the smallest thing, and I already did my bless for the day. But, so, it and then it all comes back for full circle. And then my affirmation, one of my favorites is actually, I say every day, I choose consistency and discipline over motivation. Weird, but... And then gratitude, I write three things I'm grateful for every day. And it's literally like you can do each part of it for one minute and that's only a seven minute morning routine, like stand and stretch for one minute, meditate for one minute, or you can turn it into a 70 minute morning routine. Like,
2: okay. So all these things are, how long do you think everything that you just said, how long does that take you in the morning?
1: Well, I get up at 430 and I start getting ready for work at eight, Okay, but I like lally gag throw some tiktok in there you know <laughs> <laughs> some i usually lay back on the couch so with mavis like the gym but when you're
2: talking about the vision board and you
1: know you oh yeah that's that. like everything minus the gym is legit probably and reading because i said reading kind of gives or take so if you take reading and the gym out of it it's literally a five minute thing oh. literally like so i, that.
2: I so can do it too something yeah that
1: so, quick, so quick so quick
0: you know, just making sure that we're getting that extra Mm -hmm. five minutes and that we're giving ourselves that time so that you don't have to feel down whether or not you got. Right. Sure. You're disciplined
2: enough to give you that extra five minutes in the morning. Well, it's crazy because it's like five minutes. You have five minutes. You lay
1: on TikTok or Facebook in your bed for five minutes every day
2: for your
0: vehicle to warm up for five minutes. Like there's time you just have to kind of put that into your schedule so mm-hmm. it
1: works. Like, your coffee brewing and your I is five minutes. Like, yeah. and I have, since I've been doing it for so long, I have found a lot of apps that make it easier. So, like, I have the Habit Tracker app, which that one's just fun to see how many days I do it. But then I also have an app called Morning, and the icon is just, like, cursive morning. And you write your three things that you're grateful for and, like... You can choose your own questions, so it could just be the really quick things, and it's done in your app before you even get out of bed. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah.
0: The last thing that I want to bring up before we close the podcast is I know that you've been working on something... That is coming, and I know that you've been super excited about it because I get to see it on the personal level.
2: Ooh, I'm excited because I don't but know
0: But can you tell us a little bit? I know it has more to do with the business, but can you tell us a little bit on what you're working on and getting ready to release? Is it
1: my book? Yes. I feel so like I work on so many things. I'm like... <laughs> which ones have I made a, like, verbal cue yes, on? your book um, is coming. Yeah, so I... My biggest, like specialty in lashing is retention. That's what like all my clients come to me for is they're getting, nobody likes to go four weeks because I live in a small town where we're all super high maintenance. So we don't actually go four weeks, but you could go four weeks in between your lash fills. Like I have just dove in on retention research and everything. So I wrote an ebook about it and it's like way longer than I thought it was going to be. It's 25 pages (laughs) and it just like unlocks all of like retention tips and tricks for any level of lash artists. So whether you're just starting and be able to start your career with great lash retention, and then you can also be known for it, or if you're ready to shift your career and yeah, I even like go over like changing your pricing because now you are a specialist in something and marketing yourself that way and everything. So
2: how did you stay motivated to get that book? rolling out wait pause is is it released yet or when do you plan to release it
1: it is released
2: okay so we're gonna put it in (laughs) on
1: the to a (laughs) clip
0: and you can go and order it and your
2: podcast will be released january 18th
1: so oh that's perfect there you go yes perfect um Yeah, how did I... What did you ask me? How How did you
2: get
0: motivated to do the book? Like, what motivated you to do the book? Or was there something that you're like, I need to do the book because of this?
1: I kept getting asked to train people on it. Like, Mm -hmm. I've been going to a salon in a different town. It's like 45 minutes away. I've gone there a couple times now to train their lash girls on it. And I'm like, this is something like you could... Where it's an ebook, you can just have it on your phone. So, like, if you're sitting there with a client currently struggling pull it out and hurry and read it or like i go over like troubleshooting how to when they come to you and they're like why aren't my lashes sticking here's a little chart i made you pull it out walk through with it with your client and figure it out so i just kept getting asked like all my girls at the salon were asking me about it like tips and tricks there and then literally being paid to travel to teach it i was like i should just make this accessible to everybody to literally have in their pocket or if you want to print it off, like whatever. So
0: with that, as we close out, what are your next steps? Do you think that you'll write more books? Do you think that you'll get it printed and binded and thrown out in schools or what's kind of your
2: next step with that?
1: I think eventually I'll print it and bind it, um, to be able to, I want to like add it as a part of all of my lash trainings. So to be able to give it to them while they're at last trainings. Um, but yeah, I actually am going to get ready to just release my own classic and volume curriculum. I love
2: that. So, wow.
1: Yeah, well, we're diving in.
2: This diving in. has been like a real treat for me since I haven't heard anything about you, Casey. Um, I didn't know anything about your business. And this has been so fun for me. So thank you.
1: Thank yes. you. Thanks for I love time. it. It was I fun. It. It's been
2: fun. Thank you, Business besties, for joining us today. Um, we would love to ask if you could review us. That would help us tremendously. Um, we really appreciate your support and all the emails as they keep coming and questions.
0: And... Um, comments. We, we love it all. So thank you so much.